I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. You're listening to Work Thrive a podcast for ambitious women cultivating thriving careers. And I'm your host, Katie Glenn. So let's get started. Hey guys, it's Katie. Today it's just me, there's no one in the guest chair, and I really just wanted to take some time to talk with you. There is a lot going on right now, and at the same time, there isn't a lot going on right now. It's Saturday the 11th of April, and I only know that because I've looked at my phone. But I really want to take some time to talk to those of us who need some sort of productivity to maintain our sanity. There is a lot of things going on on social media right now where a lot of the gurus of some sort are telling people what they should be doing and how they should be navigating this journey and how they should be processing this. And the reality is everyone is going to process this very, very differently. COVID-19 has completely changed the way that we operate, the way that we go about our day-to-day living. It has completely disturbed our normality and we're in this new normal. And for a lot of people, that is incredibly difficult. And for those people and for those of us who find that we are struggling to really adapt and we need time to process it. I say, take your time. I say, do what you need to do. I'm very much of an advocate that we will all navigate this very differently. But for the rest of us who productivity keeps us sane and we want something to do so that we can continue to have this sense of normality. I hear you. I see you. I am you. And so I want to talk to you about how you can maintain momentum in all of this. I've got my notes, I've got my tea and I'm ready. For me, the success of execution is as much planning and doing as it is reviewing, pivoting and learning. COVID-19 has taught us that change is inevitable. And so most people do their vision boards in January and they never, ever look at them again until the following year. But for me, success is a series of calculated moves. I have to always take stock 
of what is going well and what is going not so well to ensure that when I get to the end of my year, I'm in a position to say I did what I could and I did what I needed to do. My first thing that I suggest that you do is review your goals. Have a look at them. This pandemic would have changed the way that we executed on certain things that we planned in January, but it doesn't mean that we have to throw away one, the year, but also throw away some of the things that we wanted to achieve in 2020. Yes, in many ways, those goals will have to change, but it doesn't mean that we completely forget about them. It is also an opportunity for us to take some time to review what did we do between January and March? What did we do well? What didn't we do well? Where were our blind spots? You know, how well did we prepare for something like this? How well are we preparing ourselves for when this is over? As a project professional, one of the principles that we adopt within our community of practice is managing lessons learned. There are so many risks and issues and problems that you can avoid when you take the time to review lessons from a previous project or within your own at a particular phase. Best practice within project management says before you start a new phase of your project, so going from idea to planning, you not only review similar projects and how they handled those phases, but you also review how you've handled your current or previous phase or stage. My point, there are people who will not take the time to figure out what they could do differently in light of COVID-19 and how COVID-19 will affect the goals that they have for themselves. They won't think about how well they can optimize the time that they have, the opportunities that they may have now in order to make those goals more of a reality. I don't know about you, but when I was in school, we did this evaluation practice, you know, what went well, even better if. For us, that was an opportunity to make sure that way we didn't repeat the same mistake twice. A lot of people continue to make the same mistakes because they don't take the time to pause and just think, how well did I do this? Could I have done this any better? You know, if your goal is to save more money, And you know for a fact that now you're at home, you're constantly scrolling on Zara's website. Take stock, take inventory, delete the app, block it. It is an opportunity for us to pivot and to make sure that your goals are still realistic, they're still achievable, they're still relevant and they're still aligned. COVID-19 has changed a lot of plans for a lot of us. And if you need to, this is your time to pivot. Second thing, it is not the responsibility of your employer to plan a career that is fulfilling for you. Your career strategy is yours to develop and to deliver, utilising the resources and the support that is available to you universally and also through your employer. This is an opportunity for you to develop and or refine your career strategy. I came across a statistic that said more than half of British employees are actually unhappy in their jobs. And so that means that most people are quite miserable at work and yet they feel and believe that it is the responsibility of the workplace to structure a career path to bring them job fulfillment and satisfaction. Yes, it takes two to tango, but I feel if I have to live it, I ought to be sitting in the front seat directing it. Happiness and fulfillment 
in anything is, in my humble opinion, is your responsibility. And so sit down, assess your weaknesses and your strengths. Assess where you bring the most value. Define what your career goals are. Where do you want to see yourself in two years, in five years, in 10 years? And if you say to me, KD, I'm still very much in a position where I don't know where I want to be when I grow up. That's completely fine and completely understandable. But it is still very much your responsibility to go and experiment and to go and experience and to go and expand on what you feel you might be interested in. Try new things, do a course, upskill, gather feedback on the things that you're good at, whether that's from your friends or whether that's from your colleague. Figure out what is it that I'm actually good at? What makes me, what brings passion into my life? What is exciting? What feels fulfilling? And how can I utilize that? And how can I bring that into what I could be doing for my career? It is your job. It is your responsibility. Your career is a game of chess, not checkers. You have to know how to play the game. And in order to do that, you need to have some form of strategy. Use this opportunity to define what your next career move looks like. For you, it might be that you upskill, do a course. It might be that you gather feedback from your colleagues to see how well you're doing and where you can improve. It might be that you just commit to learning and improving so that you do become a more attractive candidate within the career market. It might be that you need to look at your CV and you need to take some things off or you need to add something. Update your CV, update your LinkedIn. Figure out what the gap is between where you are and where you want to be and then figure out how you can bridge that gap. Third on my list, personal branding has become a very big trend. And for a lot of people, they think personal branding is really just how you look and how you show up on social media. And that's not the complete truth. Peter Montaya, a leadership development and personal branding guru, says it best. A personal brand is a promise of performance that creates expectations in its audience. Done well, it clearly communicates values, personality and abilities of the person behind it. Let me say that again, just in case you missed it. A personal brand is a promise of performance that creates expectations in its audience. Done well, it clearly communicates values, personality and abilities of the person behind it. Your personal brand isn't just how you look and is certainly not limited to social media. It's a promise of performance that creates an expectation. Your personal brand has many components but I wanted to highlight the four points people tend to forget. So the third thing you can do, define or refine your personal brand. So the first thing, your authentic personality. No one is you and that is your power. All of your quirks, all of your values, your experiences, they help shape the story that you share through your personal brand. So sit back and assess what is my authentic personality? What is that story that I want to share with my audience? What is that story that I want to share with my colleagues? What is that story that I want to share through my personal brand? Second thing, your expertise and value proposition. What is it that separates you from everyone else? What do you bring to the table? How do you add value to your workplace or to the market? 
What problems can you solve with your gifts, your talents and your expertise? People buy solutions and employers hire solutions. People tend to think that your personal brand is just how you look. But the reality is your personal brand is a promise of performance. What value can you bring to the table? Third thing, your consistency in being visible. If people can't see you, the likelihood is they don't know you really exist. This is where you take the opportunity to define things like, yeah, your look, how you show up in the workplace, how you utilize social media, if you choose to as part of your personal brand. This is an employ for you to be the needy attention seeking person. Now, It's for you to understand, appreciate and carefully curate how you want to be perceived in the world of work, in the world of business, online. This is an opportunity for you to be consistent with your messaging and consistent with your image and consistent with your personal brand. And finally, your reputation. All of the above points, your authentic personality, your expertise and value proposition, your consistency in being visible, they all come down to this part that people always forget, your reputation. In my humble opinion, your reputation is single-handedly the most important asset to your business and to your work life, ultimately to your career. What do people say about you when you're not in the room? How are you perceived? Can you actually get things done and done well? Do you respect other people's time? You know, ultimately, your reputation is a matter of character and integrity. Who are you and how do you show up in the world? And therefore, how will people perceive you? Another thing that you can do to maintain momentum is check in with your finances. COVID-19 is proof that if you stay ready, you don't really have to get ready. And at this stage, economically, The world isn't in a great place. Businesses have had to cut employees, furlough staff, shut their doors indefinitely, and the uncertainty is thick and it's looming in the air. This is an opportunity for you to tidy up your spending habits, get strategic and specific with your savings, check in with your credit. Could you get a loan if you needed to? You know, things that you need to think about. This isn't the time for you to be reckless with your money. It is not the time for you to fall victim to those hmm, 50% sale from Boohoo and Misguided. Where are you going? Where are you going? Costa del living room? You're not going anywhere. Save your money. Check in with your budget. Cancel subscriptions that you aren't using. Set a new broke balance. Instead of your broke balance being zero, let it be 50 or 100 and save the money that you would be spending going out. We're not going anywhere. I really hope that you are staying at home. And the fifth and final thing that you can do to maintain momentum is to declutter your life. Let's Marie Kondo our life. Let's aggressively edit our life. Put everything and everyone on trial and start going through your life, your wardrobe, your relationships, your behavioral patterns, your belief systems, and ask yourself whether or not it is needed and if it's actually adding value to the person that you want to be. Is it causing you pain or is it bringing freedom and value and joy? I'm not one to say that life is short, 
The average life expectancy in the UK for women is 83. That's a long time for me. But if COVID-19 has taught me anything, it's that life is uncertain in many ways, ever-changing and can be incredibly unpredictable. Your responsibility is to make this time count. Anything that isn't serving you well and serving the direction that you want to take moving forward, because at the end of the day, this is going to pass. It will end and you want to be ready and prepared to move forward. Life after this pandemic will be a new normal and you need to make room to take up space in that. One of my favourite quotes, and I am paraphrasing for the sake of ease, says, a snake which cannot shed its skin must perish. You have to be willing to release the old so that you can make room to embrace the new. Take time, take inventory, take stock of your life and see if the places and the things that you're putting energy to are actually returning value to you and the life that you want to live. These are the five things that you can do to maintain momentum during this time. Review your goals, define or refine your career strategy, refine your personal brand, check in with your finances and declutter and aggressively edit your life. So stay well, stay safe, stay home. Speak soon. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Work Thrive, the podcast. If you liked this episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review on Apple Podcasts as it allows other ambitious women like yourselves to find the show. And if you want to join the community, head over to Instagram and follow us at WorkThrive. Speak soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>